non aux Canadiens, non aux Américains. Vous êtes des monstres, vous n'avez pas de solution. C'est vous le chaos, c'est vous les crimes de gangsterisation qui a armé, qui a armé nos frères de les quartiers défavorisés. La liberté, nous ne pas être américains, non Nous ne pas faire partie des États américains, non Nous ne pas faire partie des États États-Unis. Nous ne pouvons pas faire des États-Unis. Nous sommes foutons pays comme nous. Nous sommes publics nous. Il n'y a pas qu'à sortir de la pour nous. Nous foutons le cas de cette fois-ci. Nous ne pas aller. Mais c'est pas que va changer d'avis. Là, il faut revenir sur la paix. So hello and welcome, and thanks so much, Robert, for joining us again. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you back. Um, in the past couple of weeks, uh, as I'm sure many people listening will be familiar with, there has been a, a ratcheting up of, of tension and, and drive towards intervention on behalf of the United States, Canada, and the United Nations um, towards Haiti. Uh, as we've probably all been seeing, there have been multiple headlines uh, that have been calling for intervention uh, some of them openly celebrating it and saying at last there will be intervention and that there must be boots on the ground. So this has been quite open and brazen interventionism. And I want to just start by contextualizing this. Why has there been such a, a drastic escalation now? US and Canada sending armored vehicles uh, to Haiti, um, but there has not been as, as of yet, uh, I believe, a UN resolution, although the US has a draft proposal that, that would call for intervention. So if you don't mind just kind of summarizing why this is happening now and, and what the uh, immediate uh, exigencies of it are, what, how fast the US is moving towards intervention and what is likely to happen in the next few weeks. I think the first thing to note is that the intervention has already happened. I mean, Haiti is an occupied country for many, many years historically, you know, through a US invasion in 1915 to 34, um, the coups in 1991 and 2004, and the, the coup against the progressive government of Jean-Bertrand Aristide and his Lavalas movement. Um, and in 2004, that led to an, a UN occupation, really a US, Canada and France organized UN occupation that still is in place in, in Haiti. It's called a different name, you know, fewer troops, but it still controls politics in Haiti, as well as the existence of what's called the core group um, in Haiti, which is a group of foreigners, the US, Canada, France, Spain, the EU, um, the OAS, who meet and basically decide who runs the country. And they're the ones that put this current government into power, the government of Ariel Henry, who is a long time US operative and came to prominence in the 2004 coup against President Aristide. So, you know, this is a continuation of occupation, not, you know, Katie's an intervened country. And the intervention has brought disaster to Haiti, you know, brought a cholera epidemic you know, um, brought by UN troops after the, after the earthquake of 2010. It's brought um, free trade zones with, you know, sweatshop labor. It's brought massive repression and it's brought um, the empowering of 
you know, gang and paramilitary forces in Haiti who have done the work of the elite, you know, and then have impunity. So the current crisis that exists in Haiti, along with the economic demands by the imperial powers who control Haiti, um, most notably recently, you know, an IMF um, sponsored austerity program, which cut fuel subsidies and doubled the price of fuel in a country where, you know, 80% of the people are living, you know, in, in poverty and made it impossible for people to either transport themselves, transport goods, the price of food has soared. And, you know, these are the conditions that occupation has foisted upon the people of Haiti. So now why are they escalating that occupation since they already control the political and economic levers of Haitian society? What has brought the calls for a new level of occupation. And the reason for that is the mass uprising in Haiti. And what they call gang violence, you know, has been a massive series of protests that really date back to 2015-16, where, you know, um, a phony election was opposed by masses of people and the installation of the government of Jovenel Moise and his party, the PHTK, which is still in power now, um, led to like large scale uprisings then that forced one election to be annulled. And then another fake election reinstalled him in place. These uprisings continued in 2018 when, when the Haitian government announced that it was going to um, end fuel subsidies. And in, the, in that period, you know, there were so many protests that the government had to back down. There were labor strikes in February of this year. Garment workers were in the streets by the thousands demanding $15 a day, you know, from the sweatshops that the U.S. had, you know, the U.S., South Koreans and other forces had set up in the wake of the earthquake. But, the gangs that they talk about, number one, a number of them have been empowered by the elite to attack opposition communities. Um, there was a huge massacre in the community of La Saline in 2018, which came in November of 2018 after months of protests against the, the fuel hike and against the Jovenel Moise government. And so in, two, in November of 2018, um, paramilitaries allied with the government attacked the community of La Saline. So that activity has been ongoing, but what's different now is that the masses of people are in the streets and, the, and their demand is completely clear. Their demand is end this government, get rid of it. Like they, their phrase is overturn the cauldron, that Haitians have to decide the next step for Haiti, not the internationals that international interference and intervention has proven to be a complete disaster, that Haitian sovereignty and self-determination is the answer. And multiple forces, including Fami Lavalas, the People's Party in Haiti, and multiple grassroots organizations are calling for the development of a government really of national 
unity, what they call Sali Piblik, a government of public safety that would unite the country, get rid of this imposed government and begin to rebuild, you know, to, uh, to lower the price of fuel, to provide, you know, education and healthcare, and to then lead towards over the next few years to lead towards the possibilities of free and fair elections, which can never ha happen under foreign intervention and occupation. So the calls now for foreign intervention are really calls to smash a people's movement. And that's why it's so antithetical to the interests of the Haitian population and a very broad swath of Haitian civil society from radical to progressive, you know, has had too much experience with US invasion and foreign intervention and is absolutely opposed to any new level of it. So that's a, you know, a brief summary of the situation that we now face. And it's a period where anyone who is anti-imperialist, anyone who believes in, you know, the, in, in people's right to determine their own destinies or a free progressive Haiti that's, you know, that creates a government of social justice. This is a period where solidarity is absolutely called for, especially in the US, in Canada, in France, because these are the actors that are in charge of this new attack on Haitian self-determination and sovereignty. I'm, I'm curious what people can do in uh, their local communities in terms of organizing to uh, foster that solidarity um, to go and protest. You know, um, <clears throat> we're in the Bay Area, we're a Bay Area based organization, you know, but we have, you know, many friends and um, comrades all throughout the country and, and also worldwide. And we're doing a demonstration on Wednesday at 4 p.m. at the San Francisco Federal Building. We're, we're demanding, you know, on, on Wednesday, um, and we're not saying a no to U.S. intervention, we're saying U.S. out of aid. You know, we're saying the U.S. is already there, out, you know, get out. You're, you know, all you've done is make matters worse. And the only solution possible is when you leave, you know, so no more military, no more political and economic control over the country, out. And we would hope that people demonstrate around the country and that in a wake, in the wake of, you know, if there is another invasion, that people see it as an emergency and come out in whatever communities you're in. And it doesn't have to be that you're a Haiti organization, you know, it can be that you're a progressive organization or an organization that believes in radical social change, that anyone, anywhere, you know, who cares about these issues and cares about really fighting against empire, you know, sees this as a pivotal moment. You know, Haiti is both a laboratory for popular struggle and it's a laboratory for the imperial powers to, you know, in terms of how to crush a movement. So wherever you are, whatever kinds of communities you're in, like we have to make a connection that Haiti is important to us. We can be reached at, um, www.haitisolidarity.net and we have tons of information available. We just put out an action alert that people can see, uh, you know, on that site. And we have to educate ourselves 
about the situation in Haiti because the mainstream media is once again doing its usual, you know, trip of support for invasion on the grounds that all of this is humanitarian, that it's in order to stop gangs, that it's in order to bring peace to Haiti. And we say it's the opposite. We say this is to ensure the rule of an authoritarian fascist government that they put into power. This is an extreme right-wing party, the PHTK, you know, that was installed by the US and is doing its bidding. It's selling off Haitian resources. It's creating sweatshops throughout the country. It's creating the conditions under which thousands of Haitians are fleeing the country. And then this administration is sending them back by the thousands, well over 20,000 Haitians have been deported under the Biden administration and that deportation continues. You know, the prisons are overflowing with political activists and there's been numbers of deaths in prison right now in Haiti for those, you know, for those of us that are abolitionists, prison activists, you know, there's been starvation of prisoners in Haiti under this current government, you know. So the situation is is very fraught, very dire. And, you know, we have to educate ourselves. We have to make the connections between the struggle in Haiti, the Black struggle here, what anti-Blackness in Haiti means as it relates to the issues here. You're devolving this whole issue into the issue of gangs and then how they demonize people in the Black community here. You know, we can see those connections. So it's a time for people to go beyond like all of our us in our own little cubicles and say that Haiti is all of us and that this is a moment for Haiti. I wanna say something that, the in, that intervention and invasion will not just happen with the US. There will be a Caribbean cover to it. There'll be a Latin American cover, just like, and, and all of the pressure that the US can exercise is now being exercised on the Caribbean community and on Latin America because they can't just do this on their own. They're gonna to have to do this like with Mexico, the government of Mexico is heavily involved with the US around this, just like the government of Brazil under Lula was a key participant in the initial UN occupation after, after the 2004 coup. And this gives them the cover of, wow, this is really a multilateral you know, worldwide humanitarian exercise. And really it's organized and led by the US. And, and people are, you know, getting their little points from the US for working with them on this. Deals are being struck as we speak, you know, but so the face of the occupation will be a broad face. It's kind of like what, what Bush did around the invasion of Iraq, you know, where there were all of these countries supposedly involved, but really the pivot was the US, Britain, et cetera. You know? So people have to be aware of that and not fall for those games. And that's the reason that we have to educate each other. We can't count on the New York Times or the Washington Post you know, or the, the usual suspects to tell the news about Haiti. To really understand the situation now, you have to see it as this is a product of the two coups against the Aristide government. This, that is the process that sent 
Haiti spiraling into the situation it is now, you know, and we can't let the same forces that produced that coup trick people again into supporting this new level of invasion and intervention. I think Black Alliance for Peace has put out a number of, you know, important articles about the intervention, you know, other pieces by Vijay Prashad, Global Women's Strike, you know, which is, you know, both based in the US and in the Caribbean and in Britain has done amazing work around Haiti. And you can go to their site as well. This moment has provoked a huge response in the Haitian community. And I would say within, you know, broad sectors of the anti-imperialist movement here. But I, I really appreciate you taking some time to put this call to action out as far as it can go. Uh, to get people involved to follow what's happening and, and organize against it. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.